0: strengthened in their faith, and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah,
1: the Son of God. Bless the Lord and welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. with the Volks. My name is Shelley.
2: And my name is June. Hi, everyone.
1: It's good to be with you. And if you were with us earlier this week, we are speaking about the Holy Spirit and the necessity of being immersed in the Holy Spirit. And we covered a lot of ground in two days, and we just want to quickly review. Number one, we spoke about the divinity of the Holy Spirit, that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit are one. And we spent some time looking in the Hebrew Scriptures showing that, number one, water was symbolic of the Holy Spirit. We saw that in Ezekiel 47, where the water was coming out of the sanctuary, the house of God, as a trickle. And then when the uh, uh, Son of Man moved out a thousand cubits, it was up to the ankles, then to the knees, then to the loins. And then it was into water that was over their head. And that to us is a picture of being immersed or baptized in the Holy Spirit. We also saw that in uh, the Gospel of John, on the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles, as the priest was pouring pouring the water libation on the offering in the the temple, Jesus said, if any man is thirsty, let him come to me and drink of the waters of life. So again, we see in the Hebrew Scriptures that water was a, a foreshadowing or a prefiguring of the Holy Spirit. And that was a prophetic word to Israel as well, because I believe that the inspiration of Jesus' comment on the last day of the Feast of Tabernacles came out of Isaiah chapter 44. And it's worth reading again. Isaiah chapter 44, begin in verse 3. For I will pour water out on the thirsty land. And in the Hebrew Bible it says, I will pour out water on the thirsty ones and streams on the dry ground. I will pour out my spirit on your offspring and my blessing on your descendants. And this, of course, Junie, is a picture of the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in the final days when Israel shall accept Jesus as their Lord and Savior, when he is sanctified in the midst of the people, and it will be such a mighty, mighty event that the nations will know that Jesus is the Messiah for the Jewish people and the Lord of the world. So water was a key ingredient in explaining the Holy Spirit. We also saw in Ezekiel 37, in the chapter about dry bones, that uh, the Son of Man, Ezekiel, prophesied to the bones, but they as yet had no life. So we prophesied to the breath, to the wind from the four corners of the earth, and it said in Ezekiel 37, verse 14, that he brought the spirit into them. Let me read it specifically. Isaiah thirty-seven fourteen, and I will put my spirit within you and you will come to life and I will place you on your own land. Then you will know that I, the Lord, have spoken and done it, declares the Lord. Mighty scriptures, June, and we should look forward to the future with great anticipation.
2: And it's important to uh, state again, Shelley, like we did on Monday and Tuesday, that Jesus said at that great feast, if anyone is thirsty, come to me and drink of the waters of life. So he was actually proclaiming to be the Lord God of Israel because all the uh, prophecies that you read had to do with the Lord speaking And here was Jesus saying, if anyone is thirsty, let him come to me and drink. And that's what's so important too, isn't it, Shelley, about being immersed in the Holy Spirit. We are actually thirsting for more of Jesus, for more of the Lord to be imparted in our life because he sent the Holy Spirit, yes, the Spirit yes, of Lord. Truth, the Comforter, after his resurrection. You
1: know, it makes me think of what it says in Romans, June. The battle is an ongoing one until we take our last breath. We're either going to be led by our flesh or by the Spirit. And that's why we need to be immersed in the Spirit and not have, you know, just a trickle, as it said in Ezekiel 47, but immersed, we go in over our heads, and are truly led, moment by moment, day by day, by the leading of the Holy Spirit. And that is preparation for the last days. So let's go on from there, and we'd like to look at very specific scriptures, and show the activity of the Holy Spirit in the life of Jesus. And, Junie, before we get to any example, I just want to say this. If Jesus the Son of God and the Son of Man had to be led by the Holy Spirit, how much more should we need and desire the leading of the Holy Spirit in every aspect of our lives? So, Julie, let's go ahead because I think this is very significant.
2: We find the needing of the Holy Spirit in the conception of Jesus because he was conceived by the power of the Holy Spirit. And we find that In the Gospel of Luke, chapter 1, verse 35, if you have your Bibles, open and read with us. The angel answered and said to her, Miriam or Mary, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, and for that reason, the Holy Child shall be called the Son of God.
1: Bless the Lord. All right, let's stay in the Gospel of Luke and go to Luke chapter 4, the first two verses. Luke 4, 1 and 2. And Jesus, full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led about by the Spirit in the wilderness for 40 days being tempted by the devil. And he ate nothing during those days. And when they had ended, he became very hungry. And the rest, of course, is the temptation of of the enemy against Jesus. But we need to see... Jesus, being full of the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led about by the Spirit in the wilderness. And that's a comfort, Junie, or it should be a comfort to all of us because when sometimes we live in the wilderness and we don't have it all together, we need to be led by the Spirit in the depths of the wilderness. And when things aren't as bright as they should be, we know that the Holy Spirit will lead us.
2: And we find, Shelley, that Jesus fulfilled a prophecy in a reading from the Holy Spirit, and we see that in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 4, verse 18 and 19. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim release to the captives, and recover sight to the blind, to set free those who are oppressed. To proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. And we see that is a fulfillment of Isaiah 61.
1: Amen. All right, let's go on. Let's turn to the Gospel of John. John chapter 1. And I hope you're, you're remembering these or at least making notes of this. Because in every aspect of Jesus' life, he was led by the Holy Spirit. Okay, let's look at John chapter 1 and verse 33. John, Let's start at verse 32. Uh, And John bore witness, saying, I have beheld the Spirit descending as a dove out of heaven, and he remained upon him. And I did not recognize him, but he who sent me to baptize in water said to me, He upon whom you see the Spirit descending and remaining upon him, this is the one who baptizes in the Holy Spirit. So we know that John baptized with water, but he prophesied that Jesus would baptize in the Spirit and with fire. And when he was, and when Jesus was baptized in water, what happened? But the dove, the spirit, the, an emblem of the Holy Spirit came, descended upon Jesus and remained on Jesus. So we see that throughout Jesus' physical walk on earth, the Holy Spirit remained on him, and he was moved under the anointing of the Holy Spirit. That is the Son of Man who took upon him our human frailty in nature, but he overcame because he was filled, and the filling of the Spirit remained on him throughout his days on earth. Hallelujah.
2: And we find that also in the disciples, Shelley, in the book of Acts, chapter 1038 of the anointing by the Holy Spirit. It says... You know of Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed him with the Holy Spirit and with power, and how he went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil, for God was with him. And Jesus said to the disciples, You will do greater things than I because of the Holy Spirit that was going to be sent after his resurrection. And we see that in the book of Acts. These disciples proclaiming jesus of nazareth and the power in which he walked in the holy spirit
1: amen we also see in the uh, gospel of matthew chapter 12 verse 28 that jesus cast out demons by the power of the holy spirit you know he's he set free a demon possessed man who is blind and dumb and jesus healed him so the dumb man spoke and saw but again the the multitudes were amazed and began to say, this man cannot be the son of David, can he? Well, he sure can, because it says in verse 28, but if I cast out demons by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come upon you. So we see this was a demonstration of the kingdom of God, because by the power of the Holy Spirit, Jesus cast out demons.
2: And we see, Shelley, that he was our offering in the book of Hebrews, in chapter 9, verse 14, how much more will the blood of the Messiah, the blood of Jesus, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, cleanse your conscience from dead works to serve the living God. So we see how the blood of animals couldn't clean our yes. conscience, but through the eternal spirit, Jesus was An offering, he was offered to the Father and his blood cleanses our conscience. And
1: we see a great conclusion here, Junie, in Romans chapter 8, verse 11. We saw you talked about him being conceived by the Holy Spirit in verse 11 in Romans 8. But if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through His Spirit who indwells you. So what an encouragement. The same Spirit, the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead, dwells in us, and He gives life to our mortal bodies through the same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. What an encouragement that is. So we just want to pray and, and call upon the name of the Lord, that if you have not been indwelt with the Holy Spirit, you would cry out to Him. Father, we thank You, Lord. Thank You for the power of the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us that he could quicken our mortal bodies to be men and women in this day and age to be led by the Spirit of God through the power of the Holy Spirit. We pray this in Yeshua's holy name. Amen.
0: Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784.